Hey there, and welcome to my day 57 of Camino on a Treadmill. And here is your host, uh, me. I'm beginning to think my sound levels are too, a little too high. I don't know. No, they're, they're fine. Just when I listen back, they look okay on the meters there, so who am I to disagree with the meters? Anyway, it is actually... I was going to say Saturday, but it's Sunday morning at uh, 20, nearly uh, 0.027, what do you call it? Half past midnight, 12.30 a.m. And, uh, oh, my treadmill is making funny noises. I have a horrible feeling it's not going to last the whole of this Camino. But we'll see. I might do this whole one at four kilometres an hour because... I've hit my heart points for the week, haven't I? Let's double check that. No point in overdoing it. I'm not a marathon runner. Yeah, the old uh, treadmill's acting up. Let's put the um, let's put the incline up and see if that helps. So, uh, hope you're all keeping well out there. I'm going to be going live next week. Just waiting on another piece of technology to make that happen. I'll be going live um, via Clubhouse and then also recording it. So. In other words, it will be interactive, God willing. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Gonna be going out lunchtime, Irish time, and 8 a.m. East Coast American time, so. What's going on here? Where peregrinos have stopped. Are they gonna talk to us? They're speaking French to each other and ignoring BK. How rude! Bloody French. Anyway. So, let's see. Oh, I did 178 out of 150 heart points. I actually did more because I wasn't carrying the phone for one um, one of my treadmill sessions. So there. Okay, incline back to zero. And uh, what can I do about the noise? I don't know. They say not to lubricate these treadmills, so. Some say do, some say don't. I just don't know what to do. Um, so today, appropriately for the Camino, just this evening, I ended up cooking a Spanish omelette. Yes, tortilla de patatas, I think it's called. I know it's tortilla. It might be de, but no, I think it's de patatas. I'm sticking with that anyway, and I'll go down fighting for that. Uh, no matter, even if... I meet loads of Spanish people and they threaten to beat me up unless I call it day patatas. I'm just going to stick with day patatas. As is my right. I've been uh, making Spanish omelets for the last six months, maybe on and off. I, um, I never made them before the Camino. And after the Camino, I didn't want to touch one for a while. I had, I'd seen enough Spanish omelets, enough tortillas. But um, then recently, I got into them. So I was going to have one for dinner tonight, but I just... What did I have? I had chorizo and some sort of, you know, those ravioli things. Fresh ravioli with mozzarella. And you know those ones you get pre-made? They're, they're all right. They're not great. But... It was enough. It was sufficient. Sufficient to the day. Where is that from? Is that, is that a biblical quote? Sufficient to the day. That's... Yeah, anyway. Spanish omelette. I'll tell you the trick to a good Spanish omelette. Um, the trick is slow. Cook it slow. And also... I've met some people in this country, in Ireland anyway, who do them and they say they parboil the potatoes. No, 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 no. So here's, okay, look, you want me to go through it? Yeah, yeah? you sure? Okay. Okay, you asked, uh, I, I will comply, I shall comply. Shall, it's a nicer word than will. English people tend to say that I shall, and we say I will in Ireland. And then I looked up, the difference, there is a subtle difference, but fuck knows what it is at this stage. I can't remember. I just had to swear there, just, I do at least one swear per episode now and then I mark it as explicit. Uh, before I was trying no swears, 
Uh, most of them I did, but then sometimes one would slip out, then I'd have to beep it out. So now I just mark them all as explicit. And then I feel I have to swear at least once, or it's a waste, a waste of an explicit uh, warning. Do you get me? Do you, follow, do you follow me? Okay. I want to speak slower. I was listening. It was, uh, uh, yeah, tonight, whilst making the Spanish omelette really slowly, which, as I said, is the right way, I was popping up and down to my office and editing um, two more episodes of this. And I'm still behind, one behind it. It's, oh, man, it's hard to keep up. Got the day job doing this, writing the book, editing this, uploading it. Uh, now I'm sorting out the technology for Clubhouse, which isn't too hard, and like once that's in place, it's fine. But now I've created a Twitter and Instagram ac account, which I swore I'd never go back to either. Well, I was never on Instagram. Mind you, when I set it up, I seemed to think that it, I had set one up before, but anyway, that's, I won't bore you with the details. But I really just want to use them for this podcast, Camino on a Treadmill. I'm, I'm thinking I'll call, like, once I go, um, what's the word? So once I go interactive, I might call that season two. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, we'll see. Season two. And then if I go back to solo, I'll do at least another third of it, you know, interactive. I mean, I'm really hoping going live on the East Coast via Clubhouse, 8 a.m. Eastern, could get some people coming in. But I, then, of course, I have to start playing to the audience and oh, playing to the gallery. Yuck. Well, I don't have to. I don't know. I think I have to, I'm going to start with the topic and then kind of talk on my own for a little bit and put it out there and say if anyone has something to say on that or if anyone has something of interest to say. But they ha if you're talking, you have to be walking. That's it. If you're talking, you have to be walking, okay? Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Justin Hoffman, Midnight Cowboy. So, uh... Shine on scale, as we say in Ireland. That's the story. Take it or leave it. Um, oh, it's nice going at four kilometers an hour. Sometimes I just I hold on to the handles and then I kind of just close my eyes and then I kind of stop walking for a sec and I oh, it kind of st stretches my back out. Me likey. Big long shadow here of... Um, of uh, BK here, BK Lee, who I'm following. Oh, he's stopped. So back to, and he started again. I love those long shadows. Mm, I love a long shadow in the morning. Of course, long shadow is afternoon, isn't it? Or evening? Well, that's when it's high in the sky, or obvious, actually. I don't know about anything. I know nothing about anything, and yet I talk about everything. That's James Finland in a nutshell. I'm sure one of my teachers wrote that on a report card once. Knows nothing about anything, talks bullshit about everything. Room for improvement. Uh, what's, could try harder, yeah. Anyway. So back to Spanish omelets. You gotta cook it slow, man, I'm telling you. You gotta cook it slow. Tortilla de patatas. Tortilla. Of course, in Mexico, that's a totally different thing, right? Anyway, okay, you, you want the recipe. So, this comes from, I mean, kind of reading up a bit different approaches to it. Also, my friend Johnny White, his son, Oshin, made um, had came back from Spain and made one. And that, that I hadn't made a proper one at the time, but and I didn't watch him, but I know he used a load of olive oil and then drained it out. So I knew about that little tip, and I read up on it, and yeah, that's the right way. So you use quite a bit of olive oil, but don't worry, it doesn't all go in there, in the pan, okay? Warm that up. Don't, like, get it really high, you know? Just In fact, you cook on low, 
Sometimes I started at three just to, on electric, you know, just to get it up there. But um, no, I cook it between one and two. Actually, today I did it on one. It's the best, really slow. And then put in the, you know, you know, onions. I mean, a large onion or two small ones, or but you know, you kind of. This is a six egg one I'm doing, okay? I have a biggish pan and a medium sized pan. I do it in the medium just to make it thicker. I did one in the big pan, I use nine eggs actually. Um, Jamie Oliver says five eggs. I just prefer to use six, get a whole pack and bung it in, you know? So, and about two medium potatoes or two, well, you know, two, yeah, medium really. I mean, some might use two small, but I, I like to get a fair bit of potato in. Hey, I'm Irish. So, don't parboil the potatoes, okay? Forget about that, forget about it. Cut them, peel them, obviously. Peel, you should really fine peel potatoes, but I get impatient and don't do that. The finer you peel them, because the, the more vitamins and nutrients in the potatoes are at the surface, just under the skin. By the way, I did try, I'm gonna make a confession here. I hope there's no Spanish people listening. I did once make a Spanish omelette with the skins on, just to try it, because I've, I've fried, done home fries with the skins on and they're nice. Wasn't right for the Spanish omelette. And it's partly because, I think, of the whole, well, no, it, you know the skins can have that, is it acidic or alkali? They have that sharp taste. There was a bit of that in it. And also, if you're doing home fries with skins on, you kind of brown, you brown it a good bit, you know? And that kind of almost renders the skins, you know? And they're different. But a Spanish omelette is all about slow. So peel the potato, finely, uh, you know, close to the edge. Um, then slice it as thin as you can, like potato chips or crisps as we call them in Ireland. Slice it as thin as possible. A recipe I read said dry them off in, um, uh, a towel. I use kitchen paper. I just sort of put them between two pieces of kitchen paper and press them. And I guess maybe that's to take the starch off, a bit of starch out of them. I don't know. That's what one recipe said. And then, you know, sort of two medium onions or whatever you think yourself. I mean, roughly similar amount of onion and potato. But put that in the oil and it's covered in oil, you know? So it's quite, quite a lot of olive oil and cook it, honestly, I did it at one th this time, and it's great. Because Spanish omelette, you don't want to brown the onions. And you don't want to brown the potato either, and it, it feels weird saying that, because I know I like my home fries browned. Um, and also, cooking potato low like that, uh, no, it works and low, low in oil, not parboiled. It gives it a certain texture. Obviously, you have to make sure it's cooked enough. So, I've read recipes that said 40 minutes, no, 20 minutes. But I, well, see, that's, I think 20, I've done it 20 minutes. Um, and then similar for the, the egg bit, but today I did it for an hour. I think because I was busy doing stuff, but yeah, I had it on really low, on one. See, I think I probably did 20 minutes when it was on two or something, you know? But, was it an hour? It was on a good while anyway. Maybe less. And then I, um, then you put that, you drain out the olive oil, and I drain it into another pan. Then. And then you can reuse that again. And, uh, then I put the, so you, then you have your potato and onion, lovely, just not browned, but just cooked gently in olive oil. And put that into, oh yeah, break it, six eggs, obviously, whip, whip, whisk them. And I just add salt. I use that Himalayan stuff, whether that's any better or not. It's all the rage these days. And uh, black pepper, white pepper. I love a bit of white pepper. A lot of people don't seem to use that nowadays, but. No, black and white, great, and salt. That's it. Oh, some use garlic, which you could, if I don't do it, I might try it sometime, but 
If I did, that would go in with the onions and potato, obviously, you'd do that slowly too. But um, you put the potato and onion mix into the eggs and you let it settle for 10 minutes. I guess to let it egg soak through it. And some of the oil that's left goes through the egg too, I guess. They say to cover the bowl when you do that. I don't understand that, but I do it anyway. And I covered it for longer today because I was upstairs editing it. And then you come down and technically, I think it's just 20 minutes, 10 minutes each side, technically. But no, today I did it really slow. I'm not even sure how long I left it. Now, the turning bit. Um, the, oh yeah, some people stick it under the grill. You know, I've done that the odd time and I was impatient, but that dries it out too much. I mean, I guess if you're careful, it's not so bad. But I use, as my friend O'Day uses, O'Day is from the Basque country, by the way, so I'm not gonna call her Spanish, or she'll kill me, literally. And that would be, then I wouldn't be able to finish my Camino on a treadmill, and you would all be greatly dismayed and shocked. So, she, um, yeah, is not a fan of the grill technique. She says the plate technique. But I actually use more controversial double plate technique. I, I find it's the only way to do it. So you put the plate on top of the pan, you turn the pan completely upside down onto the plate. Now then what people, what you can try and do is slide it off the plate back in. But if the bottom is too soft, I've had a few messes with that. Hola, he's talking to someone. Invisible person, Buen Camino. So if the um, bottom is soft, yeah, it can get messy. So I put another plate on top of that, and then I invert it. Then I put the pan on top of the bottom plate and invert again, And if you follow. And then I put that on low. Today now, I just put it on low and then turned off the heat under it and went on my treadmill, so I think it's enough. Yeah, I might just take it off the heat now. Just, I mean, the hob has gone cold, but maybe I'm, I'm overthinking it. Nah, will I? Yeah, okay. That means I'm gonna stop my treadmill and I hope it doesn't trip the switch, which it sometimes does. Just wait till I hit 1.2 kilometers, which is only second now. Da -da, there we go. Okay. Okay, one sec. Okay. And I'm back. Okay, and it didn't trip. Good. So, anyway, where were we? Tomorrow I'm getting um, haircut and beard trim. Going to keep the hair is quite long now. I'm going to keep it long, but I need to put some shape on it. And I get the beard. Yeah, I let them shorten it. Ever since I got a beard, when they shorten it, I'm like, oh, I don't like my chin. Never had a problem with my chin before. And now I do. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, I was going to do one episode. Hey, I've, I've basically done the whole car tortilla thing. I thought I'd get more out of that. But um, I was going to do an episode talking about growing a beard. I might just do that now, but but uh, I, it's ironic because a certain Irish journalist did a column about growing a beard during lockdown and how awful it was and then he had to shave it off and I was like, God, it was such a self-indulgent wankology. And yet, uh, this is classic me, by the way, classic me. Here I go, I'm doing it. <sighs> hey, I'm doing it, but I'm acknowledging it's self-indulgent wankology, okay? I might almost call the episode self-indulgent wankology. No, I won't. That's too, a step too far. Um, 
episode will be called The Art of the Perfect Tortilla. So, there. Take it or leave it. And uh, so, yeah, slow anyway. Slow, slow, slow. Like, by the end, good tortilla, it's yellow. And you know, little flecks of brown on the outside. But really, very little. And the onions are just soft and not browned at all. And the potatoes are sort of, how would you describe them? There's a bit of texture to them. Yeah, they're just perfect. Waxy potatoes, of course, I forgot to mention that, are better than floury potatoes. Because floury potatoes break up. So yeah, waxy potatoes, ideally. I'm not even sure what I use today. Um, Oh, roosters, I think. They're waxy, aren't they? I'm telling you to use waxy potatoes, and then I'm like, I don't even know which ones are, but I think, yeah, roosters are waxy. Anyway. Buen camino, buen camino, buen camino. So, growing a beard. Uh, I only did it during lockdown. And it was basically... Is, is BK going to sit down here on the bench? Wouldn't that be nice? We might... Oh! And there was an edit, and... Obviously, he committed a crime. He murdered someone or something, and had to turn off the camera. I, I get it. I, I would have done the same. Hope he tidied up after him. So we're off again. Hey, I'm walking here. And we're off, and... Uh, uh, my calories just... There a second ago, so it's 66.6 ominous, 666. It's okay, it's up to 67.0 now, okay. Anyway, I'm tired now. Yeah, I'm off, nearly completely off caffeine. I'm on my final three days of, um, what do they call it, tapering. Basically, once I taper the coffee down to zero, I then, this is optional, but, I needed it today. Uh, I make tea with one tea bag, and then I recycle that over three or four days. So it gets weaker and weaker. Black tea with honey. And uh, it's just the final part of the taper. We passed some peregrinos there, but no conversation. They were talking amongst themselves. BK, as we know, is a man on a mission. He just keeps on moving, keeps on a trucking. So, I'd almost be tempted to do, finish his day today, which would be like, no, crazy. Another five hours, oh, no way. That's the kind of self-destructive thing I might have done in the past. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but no. No, I mean, as it is, I'm gonna be finished at 1.30 a.m. And I'm going straight to bed for a chance to sleep. That's nice country road here. Kind of dirt track or narrow road. Definitely not one you'd see many cars on. And grass, grey, yellowy grass on each side. Or cloud land, actually, I think, to the right. Can't see too well on the small screen. I tell you, when I'm set up for doing this live via Clubhouse, I'm going to be using... Let's see, here's the ingredients. One um, MacBook Pro, an older MacBook Pro, with, uh, you know, Scarlet digital to analog input device. There's another fancy way of saying that. Um, with the microphone, of course, and a pop shield. A, a, um, not a condenser mic, not a good idea for this setup. Dynamic mic, like a vocal mic and a treadmill, of course. But then I have, let's see, so no, in terms of computers and screen devices, I've got my MacBook Pro. I'm watching it, the, watching BK's video on an Android phone. <laughs> I have another Android phone in my pocket, uh, tracking my steps. What else do I have? Oh, when I go live, then I'm gonna have 
I'm going to be broadcasting my voice via an iPod Touch into Clubhouse. And then I'm also going to be recording the Clubhouse session from another I've ordered an iPad, yeah, a nice one, but hey, it's going to be one to finish my book on, so with a with nice magic keyboard. Definitely overpriced, overpriced, but it'll motivate me for... I do my first drafts on a thing called a smart typewriter, which is just for writing, not for editing, and it uploads to the cloud. Beautiful mechanical keyboard, but yeah, I'll be doing my editing on the iPod Pro using Scrivener. The cloud version of Scrivener is only available on iOS, so it'll be fine. But basically, yeah, one iOS device to broadcast my voice and one, you know, via my AirPods and one to, um, what's the word? One to, uh, to, to record the session, because once you have your AirPods connected, you can't get a line out. There's someone on Clubhouse suggested that to me. So I'll be logged in as myself and then as a kind of another ghost user who'll be recording. And also there'll be a big notice saying that it's being recorded and I'll remind people that as well because that's important on Clubhouse. So there. Oh yeah. So anyway. Anyone who speaks on it, I'm going to get them to put a message on my Instagram or Twitter to say, yeah, hey, I want to talk. I'll give you permission or whatever. That's the plan. Oh, lordy. I am tired now. If I wasn't off caffeine, I'd probably be okay because I am a kind of night owl. Though I'm trying to rectify that a bit. The world is built around morning people, as we know. When I become dictator, first up against the wall will be the morning people, which would be a huge chunk of the population, but anyway, and then everything would be a disaster after that. Could you imagine putting the night people in charge? I suppose we'd probably just end up changing business hours from, you know, I don't know, start at two in the afternoon, two to eight, yeah, it could work, you know. I remember I went to um, Iceland for the Millennium. Good place to ring it in, right? And oh, I loved it. You wake up. So it's, you know, December, late December, early January. Wake up in the morning, it's dark. So I don't feel guilty about sleeping in. Oh, heaven. Heaven. I remember New Year's Day. So I went to the Blue Lagoon, which is this geothermically heated um, lagoon. It's beautiful. In the dark. And then you get out. Some people roll in the snow, I think, after. You, you going into it and you're walking through snow, not naked, but, you know, just in swimming togs. But then you go into the lagoon. Some of it's in kind of caves, I think, isn't it? Anyway, it's beautiful. Sit there, but the New Year's Day, then I was in a hot tub. They kind of they start, they've warm, you know, lukewarm, warm, warmer, and, and really hot. But I think the idea is you know, you start in the cold, lukewarm one and you work your way up. But I'm sitting in a warm hot tub up to my you know, neck in just warm water, hot water, and it's the afternoon. I mean, what time is it? It's, I don't know, it's daytime anyway, and the, you know, it's dark, there's um, stars out, and then some snow falls in your face. It's like magic. For me, probably just something about my soul or something, but my, just my tendency, it's something, it's more romantic or something, and it's just beautiful. There you got the hot and the cold. I prefer that to sitting on a beach, not really my thing, you know? Trying to read a book on a beach and you're too hot. Oh, God, no. No, I liked that a lot. Liked it a lot. I'm returning my AirPods to Apple and rebuying them from Amazon because they were 80 euros more expensive, roughly, on 
Apple Ireland, which is a bit crazy. I should have checked that first, but at least, you know, the returns policy is pretty straightforward and it doesn't cost me, so it's fine. So I'm about to hit two kilometers, which means I'm halfway through, yeah, because I'm going at four kilometers an hour. Yeah, 130, okay. And uh, I didn't write today, I have not written, I was going to say I haven't written one word, I wrote one word just a sort of title for the scene. I write a title for the scene, just to, it's called Confrontation. That, the title won't end up in the book, but that's all I wrote since Sunday night, imagine that. And it's now Friday. You know what, it's okay. It's, damn it, I'm working, you know. You could say I shouldn't be doing this Camino thing, but somehow I think it's important for me. Certainly the exercise is taking it live. I'm kind of excited by that because I need that in my life. I have sort of performative aspect to me. I also have, I also can be shy. Not, not everyone sees that, but then there's people who would never have seen the performative side too, you know. But I used to be sort of, yeah, I don't want to say cripplingly shy. That would be wrong. I think people wouldn't have observed that in me, but no, I, I used to be, well, yeah, anxious. I mean, both physiologically, it was just basic anxiety, you know, and and it was, uh, which also manifested as social anxiety, but it wasn't just social, it was just there all the time, you know. And I think I invented a persona, not even knowing I was doing it, you know, to put on when I was socializing. I used to do a lot of salsa dancing, I enjoyed it. I got good at it, you know, at one stage. I was kind of LA style. I learned that in Vancouver. Came back here and it was a bit of a mix. Then some people do just Cuban, which is quite different. LA is more showy, actually. Cuban, you're kind of going around in circles. LA, oh, it's all based on the line. I won't get into it. Anyway. And uh, yeah, I was quite good. And then my anxiety was building though. And I got to a stage where I just couldn't go to salsa anymore. I just, I'd drive and I'd be outside and I'd be, I can't go in. Because there's something um, intimate about it, really, I think. I mean, I think they say um, tango is more intimate. That it's all about a sort of almost mind or soul connection. Um, I don't, I never did tango. I looked at it at the odd time, thought about doing it. I just got intimidated. I might, as you know, right now I just, I don't have time to fit that in. Someday maybe though. I think it was just the thought of learning something new because you know, I was crap at salsa for at least a year. I think my good teacher in Vancouver really helped. Taught me how to be a strong lead. He used to get me to dance with his wife and she would resist and give strong resistance. O overly strong, That, but which taught me to be a good lead. I had to really push to turn her, but oh, what a great lesson. I've been at salsa classes here, it was somewhere. There was one big one in Galway, but they teach you to they're teaching the men how to do their bit and the women how to do theirs, but they weren't teaching the men how to lead or the women how to follow. So basically, the women were back leading themselves through the steps, which is fine when you remember, well, it wasn't fine, but when you memorize a series of moves that we learned in the class, fine. But then you take, there was one woman who was really good at memorizing the moves and the teacher would bring her up to demonstrate. But if you dance with her, it was hard to lead. It wasn't her fault, it was the, the... Hey, I'm not gonna blame anyone. Actually, my teacher in Vancouver said it's always the man's fault, so I'll take it on the chin. I don't mind that, I'm like, yeah, okay. If you're leading, it's your responsibility. But definitely, for someone to follow, they need to give you a bit of tension in their arms, so that when you push, 
her arm, her body turns. And if you don't get that, if you get spaghetti arms, you push, her arm just goes back. I mean, you can eventually turn her body, but it's, but that's really, I think what dancing is about. It's about a communication, physical communication. And at its best, maybe almost psychic communication. I heard them talking on Canadian radio once about um, tango. Some people about dancing, someone saying, oh, once you go to tango, that's it, that's the one, you know? I have a feeling, if I ever did it, yeah, I have a feeling I might concur. The salsa scene in Galway changed and it was all kind of reggaeton came in. I haven't a clue how to do that. I, even merengue, I can't do that well. Um, I did in some of the Cuban style classes enjoy, what's the one when they go around in a circle, Rueda or something, is it? Anyway. But yeah, LA style. I ended up teaching it once by accident. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to set up classes in Moicullen where I live and with my friend Gloria, Mexican woman. And then I was going to get another guy to teach, but then Gloria says, oh, you do it with me. She's taller than me too, but anyway, we did it, it was fine. I was, uh, as I said, I was anxious at the time in general. Maybe at that point I wasn't too bad. But I do realize now that I was, I had crafted a persona to cope with anxiety. You know, but hey, you do what you gotta do. It's exhausting though. You know, I didn't even really know I was doing it. And then I couldn't do it anymore. And then, uh, which was good too, you know? I don't know, I'm just, yeah, in a better place now. Living the dream. Two cats, a treadmill, a sand lamp, and a MacBook Pro. That's all you need, my friend. Well, also an Android phone and two iOS devices, and a microphone and a digital to analog, you know, input, and a decent mic and a pop shield. But besides that, uh, that's all you need. And AirPods, but get them on Amazon instead of Apple. Where is this Amazon thing going to end, though? And this crypto thing? Society is just... I mean, Thatcher would be delighted, maybe. I don't know if she was alive. There was no such thing as society, she said. Things are getting really fractured. Even this whole social media thing, I don't know. Where is it going? I guess, like a lot of things, though, some of it's good, some of it's bad. So... Someone coming the other way? Will he say anything to us? I think he said something. I think he said, fuck off. <laughs> uh, regular listeners, or rather, regular listener will know that uh, that relates to an anecdote I told about a guy I wanted to cast in a sitcom I was directing. He was all up for it. Then a phone on the next day. He just answers the phone. I can hear he's in a pub. It's the afternoon. Doesn't say hello or anything. He just says, fuck off. And hung up. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Fuck off. Uh, the art of concise conversation. I think he conveyed everything I needed to know in those two words. Fuck off. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's great doing explicit versions of this, where I can swear if I feel like it. But I don't like to do a lot of it. That's for sure. So I got 20 minutes to go, about 21. Let's get some water here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, la 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 bamba, bamba, not bamba. Oh, it's a lovely sunny day in Spain. Blue sky. One or two clouds. Fluffy little clouds. 
That's the name of a song by The Orb, as some listeners may know. Little Fluffy Clouds. We're between Burgos and Tardajos. Or something like that. And it's... We're going through the countryside, I suppose, really, if one would say, absolutely. It looks uh, fairly nice. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. See, if I do this, when I do this in Clubhouse, if people are asking me to describe, I'll have to get it. It's more about where I'm at now and where they're at now, you know, in their heads, or dare I say, spiritually. That's the deal. It's going to be hard for me to manage it. You know, it's just as well. I get, I have an iPad to manage it from. The iPod touch is too bloody small really for that, so it's all working out, just about. Just about. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna talk about for the next 20 minutes, but growing a beard, okay. That's my fallback plan. I never thought I had the makings of a good beard in me, you know? It's like, I definitely, this double look doesn't look good on me. I think there's not enough follicles there or whatever, at least I don't like it. And then I never, you know, I tried before, sometimes grown it for a week, and I was like, oh God, no, it's shaved. I was hated. Then during COVID, I was like, well, I mean, I had been working from home before that, but I was like, um, yeah, I might as well just go for it. And, you know, even after two weeks, it was still kind of, oh, it was a makings of something, but I was like, no, I don't think I can do it. I'd read up online and say, no, no, just stick with it. They'd say to people like me, and I was like, oh. And the only thing that got me through it, because I guess I must be vain, was the face masks. Because any time I went to the shop, I'd wear a face mask. You get me? Cute whore, huh? Oh, Jesus, he's cute out, that fella. As we say in Ireland, cute out. So I'd be wearing the face mask so no one could see it. And then every night I'd go, I'm going to shave this off in the morning. I just can't cope with this anymore. And then the next morning, I'd be like, ah, fuck it, I'll give it one more day. And that's how it happened. And I reckon it took a month before I said, this is worth sticking with. And two months before I actually liked it. So I guess that means it grows slowly. So, and then I've, since then I've had it quite long, too long at times. Oh yeah, but then, then I got shaped nicely by a barber, but that was hard to maintain in that same shape. I tried that once to freestyle without a comb, you know, on the razor, the whatever, the strimmer, whatever they call it, beard trimmer. And put a big hole in it, ah! So I had to shorten it. But anytime I trim it and it's short and flush with my chin, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. But it's, it's all just in my head. It's just vanity, you know? I mean, I'm incredibly handsome, no matter what I do with my face. So, you know, it's all uh, academic, really. Uh, he said, arrogantly. Uh, they say don't use too many adverbs in writing. I kind of agree. J.K. Rowling used a lot early on, and then I think fewer as she went on. One she used more than once was darkly. But not a fan of that one. I don't know, he said darkly. How do you say something darkly? I don't know. Well, I suppose you say it like that. Okay, fair enough. Um, did BK fart? I don't know. Let's not dwell on it. Uh, there's, oh yeah, here's one politicians use, deeply. Oh, of course I care. I care deeply, deeply. I've, I think I've heard some British politicians using it anyway. I, I care deeply about the poor. 
I'm just... I just, I don't give a fuck about them, really. But no, I care deeply, deeply. Sure. Deeply. Truly, madly, deeply. I don't think I've seen that film, but I reference it in my book. Even though I haven't seen it. Uh, I think I looked up a film from the films from that year, and yeah, I wanted something soppy, so I must watch it. Alan Rickman, great actor. Ah, uh, that scene, poor uh, God rest his soul. Alan Rickman and um, oh God, I always forget her name. No, 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 no. I, I can see her. <sighs> Damn it! What is my block? I'm gonna have to find a system to get over this. Because I hate having to say this, but she used to be married to Kenneth Branagh. And I know, like, people will call me sexist, but I'm not. And I much prefer her to him anyway. But, why? Emma Thompson, of course. That, like, love actually was, uh, I don't know. I said once was shit, actually, but that's, yeah. You see, I'm not black and white about things. There's good bits in the film. And the storyline between Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson is beautiful. And that scene where she thinks he's bought her a necklace. Oh, my God. And he just bought her a Joni Mitchell CD. And she goes up and cries, then dries her tears, comes down and says, OK, everyone, puts on a smile for the kids. And they're going off to a, a school, you know, play or something, show. Oh, that's so beautiful, the acting in that. Beautiful. So there. Burgos to Tartajos. I was thinking just the other day, if I was, you know, a lot of people were on Duolingo learning languages during lockdown. I don't think I have time for that. Although, you know, maybe I could do a little bit. Now, I could brush up on my Russian, but no, no, I don't need that, really. I, uh... What else? I think I learned a bit of Esperanto on it. Don't ask, don't ask. I had some mad ideas about making films in Esperanto. No wonder no one ever gave me money to make films. And, uh, mind you, William Shatner made one in Esperanto because he speaks it. So there. Could have got him to be in my one, maybe. But um, I'm thinking Spanish, really, because A, I'll probably do the Camino again. Uh, well, B, outside of English, uh, I mean, I have a bit of French. I have enough to get by. I mean, really just get by, you know, ordering food or whatever, but, or a drink, but, or traveling, you know, that kind of shit. But Spanish is outside of English, you got Spanish and I suppose Mandarin or Cantonese. I have a feeling Mandarin is more useful now. I don't know, Cantonese, I know it's Hong Kong. So, but, oh man, Mandarin, would I really want to start that? No, Spanish, because it's a bit like French. Um, yeah. And I, I could say I know a bit. I really know very little. Tortilla de patatas. Pincho tortilla, por favor. Zuma de naranja, por favor. I couldn't even say, excuse me, I would like, you know? So it's really rude, like. Well, I think I did learn that at one stage, but. One woman got in trouble for going up to, this was as we were getting near Galicia. She went up to an American woman to order, and she just blurted out her order in Spanish. And the woman behind the counter got really thick with her, got mad with her for being so, uh, like a robot or something. I, I, and the woman started replying to her in a robotic accident, accent, accent. And I felt it was a bit unfair because at least the American woman was trying to speak Spanish. And... When you don't have enough words, you can sound blunt because you've just gone up and saying, you know, ham sandwich, please, or whatever, you know. 
as opposed to, oh, excuse me, young lady, I'd, I'd be most grateful if you could uh, fix me a lovely ham sandwich. Mind you, if you said young lady, I think that's get in trouble for that too, but, but you know. When you don't know the language, you just, oh, ham sandwich, you know? Anyway, no one died. Oh my God, what was that? Did you hear that? Some banging noise, someone nearly died there. So, still got a bit ways to go. Oh, 10 minutes. I do that standing on my head, aye? Which would be pretty hard on a treadmill, on a moving treadmill anyway. So, I guess when I do this live, if my treadmill ever died, I could continue doing it and get other people who are moving to speak. So we'll see. I'm thinking a lot of them will be wanting to follow the video. I guess I can, if in which case, I can tell them at the start, on, I'll have to announce it each day on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. This is the one, one I'm doing. Here's where the original video is, here's where the time code is, and, and then I can tell them. If anyone needs a time cut, I'll say, here's where I'm at. So, I don't know, the clubhouse is meant to be audio, is audio only. And apparently there's quite a few um, blind people on it. I just heard that last night. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's great for them. That's why when you speak, they say, you know, this is James speaking at the start, and at the end, this is James, and I'm complete. You'd imagine, though, blind people that could really differentiate voices easily anyway, but that's what they say to do, so. Um, Clubhouse, I don't see myself getting sucked into it big time, but there was a nice one today, and it was, um, there's one called News, 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 a club, and there's different sections, but they had people reading their, it's about the three minutes each to read a headline from a paper and read out the article and discuss it. And it was really nice, because they're regular people, but they're good voices now. But yeah, I like that a lot. They're just picking out what's interesting to them. I could see myself contributing to that at some stage, as long as my competitive gene doesn't get too stoked by that, you know, wanting to have the best article and the best comments. <sighs> such a dick. I can be such a dick at times, there's no doubt about it. Yes, I know, you're right, I can be. I apologize. Anyway, Burgos to Tardachs. Eight minutes to go. And then, straight to bed, off to bed with me. So, that's the plan for tonight. Thanks for walking with me. Looking forward to going live with you all. Hope that uh, works out. It w well, it will be interesting. It shall be interesting. And as the Chinese say, may you live in interesting times. I think we're living in them now. Though, things are kind of crazy at the moment, but then I do always say, I reckon the Middle Ages were a little worse. So, sense of perspective, you know. Who knows where it's all going? There goes a cyclist. Get a bell. Ding, ding. Bloody cyclist. I must have been a dog in a previous life and I got hit, run over by a bicycle or something. That sounds about right to me. That, uh, oh yeah, I fixed my garage man so it's showing time instead of bars. Hey, I'm not a fucking musician, you know what I mean? What am I, a fucking violinist or something, you know? So yeah, uh, me likey. <laughs> I say that a lot, me likey. I oh, hope I'm not offending. I, I shouldn't be offending anyone with that. It's just generic nonsense talk. So I've got 400 meters to go. Um, yeah. And si yeah, six minutes, okay. Okay, I can do that. 
Get some water into me. There I am sniffing again. I'm always sniffling. God love me. So, I'm pretty sure this is the latest one I ever did. I'll be finished at 1.30 a.m., which is okay. It's a Friday night. And uh, I need to write this weekend. I was going to have my folks down on Sunday, but I can't. I really can't. I have to. Uh, I have to write. Hello. Hola. A man and a dog coming the other way. We're going under a motorway here, okay. Nice and shaded right now. The shade is nice on this warm weather. So, hope you all are having a good day, night, evening, morning. And uh, I do think this podcast is suited to Clubhouse, but it does mean I need to adapt a bit to that which I kind of want to do because the whole thing is an experiment. I'm running out of things to say and I do want listeners, but not at any cost. And I think interaction can't hurt, that's for sure. Cyclists get a bell, ding, ding. So, um, where was I? Is that water to the right? Can't really see too well there. Oh, peregrinos ahead of us. Hopefully we can overtake them. Good load of them. I, I bet we will. BK is fast. So I'd say we'll overtake them. <coughs> and uh, four minutes to go. I got this. Three and a half minutes probably. Let's see. Oh yeah. Only three, three and a bit. Good. So. Uh, it's all going well. And uh, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Just you wait and see. So, anyway. Uh, 3.8 kilometers. 200 meters to go. Way! Woo! Less. What do we cover today? How to cook the perfect Spanish omelette, AKA tortilla de patatas. Slow, that's the key, slow. Don't boil the potatoes, cut them nice and thin, dampen them off with kitchen paper to take some of the starch off. Cook them with onion in quite a lot of olive oil so that they're covered on low, really low. And until the potatoes are you know, just the right texture, texture you like. Then drain out the olive oil, whisk up your six eggs, season with black pepper, white pepper, salt. Put the oily onion and potato mix into that, cover for 10 minutes, and then put that into a pan, cook slowly each side. I mean, they say 20 minutes each side, but when I do it at one, really low, it takes longer, but honestly, slow and low. Low and slow, beautiful. Tempted to have a slice now, but no, I'll have one for breakfast. I like it cold as well, I probably won't even eat it. I like them cold. We'll see. I'll put it in the fridge tonight anyway. So yeah, we're really uh, closing in on four, um, four kilometers and uh, just a minute to go, good. There goes a cyclist, he's going slow, so. And another one, you know, they're braking. Uh, still, I have to say, get about three of them. They're only going slow because there's people in the way. Get the fuck out of my way. Oh, five, there's a load of them. What are you doing on the path? Seriously, this is for, oh, for fuck's sake, there's a ton of them. You should be on the road, okay? Oh, Jesus, I mean, it's ridiculous. Just, this, you know, you're ruining the Camino. <laughs> oh my God, you're ruining the Camino for all of us. Just fuck off. <laughs> Ooh, 
Jamie has a temper. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not. I'm, keep, I'm not doing the non-explicit version anymore. I just don't have the patience for it. So now I'm just about to hit four kilometers. Well, hey, I've hit four kilometers. And finishing up. Okay, and I've hit two hours. God bless. Buen Camino. See you tomorrow. Stay safe.